folks, grab a seat and pour your drink neat as Whiskers and Whiskies presents OTA's Hard Knocks. And man, Motor City Dan Campbell has me ready to run through an effing wall. I am fired up for football right now as if I was already before. Like that guy just, he gets the people going. Yes, he does. Yes, he absolutely does. Man. Um, I mean, I, I, I'm just... Let's just remind everyone here, and, and I'm really interested to see how this conversation goes. I'm going to do my best. Uh, we kind of talked about it a little bit last night, but like reminder, I'm from Michigan. I am a Detroit oh, really? Lions fan. Uh, oh, I, am okay. a, I am a Detroit Lions season ticket holder. So prove it. This, prove it. Uh, yeah. So do you have like a Red Wings thing. All I, oh, all I see oh, in the background is a Steelers sign and yeah. a Red Wings sign. So. Yeah. You know, uh, nothing about, uh, yeah, yeah. Your better half, truly, in this instance. There we go. There we go. You just Amazon Prime that to your house. I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I got I got the Strohs flowing here. Um, You know, I, if if any of my Michi- fellow Michiganders, you know, if, if you got some Verners, some better made chips, uh, some Fago, uh, Coney, if you're really lucky, like, I wish I had all of that here. And honestly, I was going to just wear everything lions, but I just was a little tired and super psyched that the tigers finally, uh, fired their GM. So kind of showing that off too. No, it's I just watched something making that Verner's was included. Oh, parks and rec. I'm rewatching parks and rec. And they had, uh, when, um, uh, What's this? When Ben went back to the accounting firm and actually worked there for like a day and cracked their hard case, they gave him a pizza party, which was the calzone party. Respect the take on calzones, and uh, yeah, they had Verner's as uh, as the beverage of choice. So it's 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 a lovely drink uh, on the scale of like ginger ales. It is definitely more of a pop than it is a, a ginger ale, um, but it uh, yeah, it, it was. The very stereotypical, like if your stomach was upset as a kid, like burners is what what you got, you know, because of the ginger. ginger, you know. Yeah, I but. love ginger. It's elite. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. So we we got the first episode of Hard Knocks, and I'm I'm really mm-hmm. interested, like I said, uh, to to hear your take. I don't want to, you know, let my my bias uh bleed in here too much but let me just start off and ask you have you ever watched any of the other seasons of hard knocks yeah i mean like i don't watch religiously i would say the last one i watched very closely was the browns and um you know it's just so different i mean especially um you know given as a steelers fan i'm used to mike tomlin right like i feel like he and and dan campbell are just like two very different people so like the attitude and like obviously Hugh Jackson is like I, I don't know like broad milk toast like just you know bland yeah and uh so you know getting to see uh Dan Campbell open the show man he got me ready for football like more so like hard knocks is great but man he really got me ready for football yeah, I'll admit I've never I've never watched any of the seasons and it was like last season. I oh, was really? Like, I was like, I'm a really big football fan. Like, how? I, I don't know. It's just something about I don't know if it's just wasn't the teams like I know there's been some very like uh, entertaining um, 
coaches. Well, I, guess I did, I did and, watch and the Raiders. I was going to say, like, I, I heard yeah, and Gruden, and yeah. Gruden, right? So I heard yeah. that one was entertaining, and obviously, you know, a lot of people like the the shitty parts of football in the sense of like people getting cut and getting yelled at and stuff which i'm sure is obviously gonna you know happen this season as well right, but right, right. um that was has typically, already happened not the cuts but the yelling certainly yeah. has happened so it's like that was typically what i took away from a lot of the earlier seasons was like people's favorite moments was like awkward moments with the coaches and 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 getting cut and things like that so i don't know it just never really drew my interest um obviously if i was a fan of one of those teams it would it probably would have done you know i, I would have been more interested but i did so that was how I felt. And then I was like, last year, I was like, okay, like I got to watch one of these episodes. Like I have HBO. Well, let's watch it. So last year was the Cowboys. And I was like, okay, it's the Cowboys, right? Mm-hmm, like, you know, mm-hmm. good team, have mm-hmm. some stars and stuff. I I had to fight to get through the first episode and I mm-hmm. got through about half of the second episode and I just couldn't do it. Oh, really? Um, I didn't watch that season. So not a lot of people I felt like were talking about either. So no. And I, and a lot of it was like Dak coming back from his injury. And that was like mm-hmm. the first episode was all about that, which was fine. Like, don't get me wrong. Um, mm-hmm. It makes sense why they focused on that, but I, I don't know. And, and I guess it was such like a difference between the Cowboys first episode and a half that I remember and the lions. And maybe it's mm-hmm. just because again, like Dan Campbell's pretty unique um, and, and yeah, even some of the, word. <laughs> and some of the adjective. other coaches as as we'll get into a little bit later are also yeah. very energetic and yes. and exciting and and are, are have personalities as well but it was bland man like mccarthy mm-hmm. is the most bleh person yeah. ever and even yeah. like dak and, and zeke aren't like super big personalities or mm-hmm. just weren't very fun to be honest either so mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just one of those things where it's like I never watched it and then I finally gave in and I was so disappointed with the Cowboys one um, or at yeah. least the first episode and a half. So mm-hmm. I really wasn't sure what this was go- like. My perspective was going to be on it. Um, obviously, mm-hmm. I was going to watch this regardless because I'm a Lions fan um, and there's probably it's probably more interesting to the fans of that team than the nation. Even if the nation finds it interesting, it's probably most interesting to the fans of that particular team. Um, well, but, I feel yeah. like there's been a good amount of talk on like, you know, Twitter for this one, you know, this, at least the first episode here. So, I mean, we'll see if that keeps up, but I mean, I'm sure that, you know, there will continue to be some, uh, some good uh, sound bites as, uh, <laughs> as MCDC, you know, keeps, uh, keeps this train rolling. I mean, that was honestly something that I was thinking about last night, but I was so damn tired. Um, was trying to keep track of like favorite quotes. And, oh, I've got plenty. I've got okay. plenty here. And I was so like, I, I, the beat writers for the Lions, um, like jotted down. They had like an article on it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, it was definitely a quotable first episode. Yeah, I mean, if we just if we just get into the intro, like, <laughs> you know, well, first off, I wanted to say that like Dan Campbell in that first intro when he's wearing like the black shirt and the black hat and it's an awesome hat by the way i love that like i assume it's for like um like a veterans day like they have the camo print or you know veterans awareness or whatever it is the awesome hat um <clears throat> he looks kind of like a cross between the undertaker and stone cold like the way he looks like he physically looks a lot like the undertaker but then like some stuff is like similar to stone cold uh but i mean the stuff he said about like 
you know, grit, like defining grit. Like we want to go longer, push harder, think deeper, think smarter. He said like, we'll play anywhere. We'll play in a landfill. Uh, the one that's like making the rounds today is it doesn't matter if you have one ass cheek and three toes, I'll beat your ass. Yeah. And then the Metallica reference, which, you know, if yeah. you see a freaking light, it's a freight train. Like I was so ready to go after that intro, man. It was awesome. Yeah. He, he obviously this first episode was the star and, and you knew just because of, you know, from the second he had his opening, um, intro, uh, press conference when he took the job and biting kneecaps that like yeah yeah they were going to focus on him and i i mean I, we can get your perspective on it a little later but like as you go through this episode you kind of get a feeling i think hopefully for the national people because obviously like the detroit fans have um you know we follow the beat writers he's it does interviews yeah. all the time and, and yeah, throughout yeah, the yeah. season like that's just genuinely him like he's really mm -hmm. not putting on a facade like well, that's what aaron glenn said too yeah. like this is just who he is you know like he's he is that dude so and that they talk about that later like a little bit later than that like just be yourself, you know, and guys can tell when you're not authentic and he encourages that authenticity. Like it was, um, Kelvin Shepard said that he was thinking about, you know, cutting his hair and Dan Campbell's like, don't do that. You're Kelvin freaking Shepard, dude. Like just be yourself. And, and I think that is apparent. And some things we'll talk about later in the episode, like that happened in the episode. I think that that's very apparent. Like he's encouraged, he encourages people to live authentically. Yeah. And it was, it was, uh, it was very cool to, to see, um, just even more footage of not necessarily him, but just how the team interacts with him. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, I just kind of took take away and I'll probably say this again before we're, we're done is just like all these years and all these coaches, even just since I've been, you know, a fan old enough to really pay attention I don't know that I've ever wanted a, a staff a whole as a whole just to succeed. Like obviously mm -hmm. at the end of the yeah. day, they don't win games. It doesn't matter how much mm -hmm. the players love him or, or how great of a, of a person he is. Right. Like you have to win, but like, I've never wanted a, a coach to succeed. Not even just because like I'm a fan and I want my team to succeed. Like right. I genuinely just want him and the staff to succeed because they just, right. They seem pretty awesome. Um, and one of the things that the, obviously like I, I was thinking about doing this with you and all the Detroit sports radio guys did this, but they had like a, uh, a drinking game or like a bingo sheet of, of oh, things. Really? Yeah. Uh, uh, right. Like just of was, his, like of his mannerisms. Like you take a drink or uh, every time he, you know, so it was, it was just in general, what you thought was going to be, uh, in this first episode. So for instance, it was how many times, uh, Campbell said, man, which obviously if you took a sip for that, like you, you were drunk in the first Dead. eight minutes. Yeah. Um, it was Metallica references. Okay. First. Five okay. Minutes. So that's all right. Okay. Right. Gotcha. Tr the training montage that yeah. had the motor, like the motor being built, like any kind yeah. of motor city thing. Like oh, it was just like, yeah. right. It was just like going through the list of, um, if kneecaps, which actually wasn't talked about, which was interesting, but, uh, you just had this like list of drinking game things. And it was like, you, yeah, you checked yeah. off uh, quite a few in just the first like 10 minutes between right, his speech. Right. And then their kind of like hard knocks intro, uh, which mm -hmm, I just thought mm -hmm. was also hilarious. Well, yeah. I mean, you know what you're getting there. So 
And another thing, so one thing I kind of thought was interesting is when they uh, started to ask people, um, this is, I think, like right after his speech, um, just about training camp. And it was just like yeah. cut to like all the different players and coaches and and, yeah. and just what does training, you know, camp mean to you? Yeah. And it was obviously a lot of it is just like tough, 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 tough. You know, it you have sucks. the one guy, yeah. right. The yeah. one guy that was like, I get to hit people. So I, you know, fucking yeah. love it. But yeah. it was like Dan Campbell saying, like, I, I just feel like this epitomizes him and i'm glad again like knowing how much he's been criticized in like the national media for being over the top like the fact that his answer to that was training camp is about building the brotherhood it's yeah. just like and, and yeah. obviously later on you kind of get even more evidence of him being like truly a player's coach and obviously being a well, player yeah I mean, like, right after they right after they showed that he went to doing the up downs with yeah, a right. jacked up wrist, like, and I noticed he had the tape on it, so I'm like, "What's going on there?" Like, I mean, that was that was something, <laughs> and like, I was wondering, I was thinking that I'm like, "Man, forty up downs, like, yeah. I would be gassed after yeah. forty up downs right yeah. now." Like, yeah, I mean, a just in general, percent. anytime in my life, I'd be gassed, <laughs> but like, I might throw up after forty up downs right now. So I will say the. Uh, Last thing, uh, or at least for me in this, this, this like intro, um, before we get to, to Hutch and then his shining yeah. moment, yeah. um, was, I, and I, I, Joe, unfortunately, uh, had a, a scheduling conflict and was not able to join us. He has family coming into town, uh, and he just got over COVID. Um, so he's, you know, been sick, but one thing I wanted to highlight and you're not going to get this, but any, any Mercyhurst people listening is so we've known for a while that one of the guys we went to school with, um, his name's Billy Langston and he's a trainer. And so mm -hmm. he's been a trainer on various teams. Like he was, uh, I believe in new England when they won one of their super bowls. And it mm -hmm. was, you know, like I, I wasn't as close with him as Joe, um, and Joe's the one that kind of follows him on social media, but, mm -hmm. uh, he's been with the lions for a couple of years, uh, now. Cool. So I was wondering, like, man, is, is Billy going to show up in, in, in this uh, first up or in any of these episodes? And he definitely did. I I, I, I caught him in the first, uh, I don't know, probably after the speech and when they were after the training nice. camp thing. It was just him yeah. walking across the screen talking to someone. But That's it was cool, like, oh, there it is, yeah. Billy Langston. Yeah. There, That's you cool. know, you know, he knew he was in front of the camera. You know, he almost had like a smirk as he was walking by. Oh, but, yeah. Well, of yeah. course. Right, right. So uh, I just, yeah, kind of wanted that, that's uh, cool. I, I, that's I, dope. I tracked yeah. it and I, and I thought I'd uh, give Billy a shout out. Not that he's ever going to hear this. But, shout you out know. Billy. You never know. You, you never do know. never know. Um, so next, I mean, so here, here's something that I wish didn't happen, but it's inevitable is because I'm a fan and because, you know, uh, you know, beat writers are at training camp and this is taking place at training camp. There were, there were quite a bit of like Dan's speech at the beginning of that episode. Um, not the in, in entirety. And, but throughout this episode, there was probably, if this episode was 45 minutes, there's probably like 10 minutes of it released, um, throughout the, the last week, yeah, um, yeah. from just various outlets, especially with right. Detroit writers. But one of the things was, knowing billy jean was coming now i had never they oh, didn't show okay. the clip but we yeah. knew um because they they uh campbell talked about it in one of his um press conferences just saying that like oh, gotcha. hutch really won over the team with his <laughs> with his song um, i actually didn't see that so it was it was for sure a surprise for me oh uh, so i just kind of wish 
now that there was that I was completely in the dark for this entire episode. But I mean, for the majority of it, I was, but there's probably a solid 10 minutes um, and three, you know, three minute increments that uh, we kind of got to see beforehand. But I mean, Hutch, what, tell, tell me what you were thinking. Yeah, I mean, he whiffed, he whiffed the, <laughs> like he started and he started with the second verse, like, but a great recovery after that, you know, I mean, like what a, what a song to choose, you know, that gets the people going. Actually, I saw a clip on Twitter today and someone pointed out like they retweet it and they went, there's, they're like, we're burying the lead here. The dude in the second row that takes his shirt off, throws it, the dude in the front row, Noah catches it and just automatically starts swirling yeah. it around. That was awesome but yeah i i mean what a song choice like i think he nailed the performance like it was it was a cool just to see everyone get going with the song like it was it was awesome i really enjoyed the hell out of it so i also like took i, I thought it was interesting as well and and i'm obviously like rookies get initiated in in across yeah, the league yeah. and a lot of time it's like carrying my pads and i'm sure that happens too right like it's just kind of a train oh camp. yeah R- rookie show yeah it happens all the time yeah I thought it was hilarious when it was name school signing bonus and they and they had to talk oh, about yeah, the signing yeah, bonus. Yeah. yeah. It was like I mean, so second overall pick, twenty-three million dollars uh of his probably, I don't know, fifty or sixty million up front right yeah. then. Like and then obviously, you know, all their, you know, reactions to it was hilarious. Yeah, 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 but yeah. I definitely got, especially once the the rest of the team started to sing, which I don't know. I kind of got chills as a Lions fan because like clearly they're enjoying themselves and clearly oh, like yeah. they're they're coming together as a team. But I got some remember the Titans vibe out of that. Like it, it when was they're a, singing in the locker big, room. It was a big dude. Oh, yeah. I mean, Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell ain't no mountain <laughs> high enough. I mean, you can't beat that. But like it was a big dudes rock moment. Like anytime yeah. you get a bunch of dudes doing a sing along, like that's why that uh, truly madly deeply. Like I watch that once a month, the, the English, uh, the, the gooners that sing that, like that clip, like that's just a good dude, rock, dude's rock moment right there. Like anytime you have dudes just singing a song together, especially when it's like, like, that's a great song. Like Billy yeah. Jean. I mean, I, I, I mean, I think everyone Well, I'll ask you EJ, but like, I remember whenever I first really started listening to Michael Jackson in like high school, I'm like, man, this dude, this dude's awesome. Like, and yeah. that's just a song that, you know, I mean, you can listen to his stuff all the time. Like he's phenomenal. RIP in peace. Right. And obviously like controversies aside here, like he's you, the king you, of pop. You yeah. can't really go wrong with, with a Michael Jackson song as far as, you know, like you said, getting the people going and that's a hundred percent what he did. And it was cool that they let him, you know, put him out on that Island. And then once he, you know, showed that he could tread water, they all kind of threw him the yeah. life. Well, I mean, he was prepared. I mean, he was talking to his (laughs) family about it too later, right? Like he's like been practicing for that. And he did. He came prepared. Like he got into it. He was bobbing the head a little bit. And yeah, you know, he he was doing the little bob like in uh what save the last dance with um yeah, Uh, he was like styles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so I was good, man. Another thing about that too was again, like I I knew he sang Billy Jean, I did, but I hadn't seen any of the clip. Um I didn't know that he was going to have to like acapella it either. Like I assumed there was going to be like the music was going to come, but like the fact that he had to also throw down, well, his, you got to get in. Yeah. Like, I yeah. mean, you got to get dun, dun, 
<laughs> yeah, you gotta. That's almost a song where you need to have that like little build up for it to really sure. get the get the rhythm down. Get the so. get the juices going. Yeah. Also, like uh, I had mentioned this to Joe, and and so I um I was texting him earlier, and because uh, he got to finish the episode today, and um one of the things I, I mentioned because again, like Hutchinson, I obviously everyone knows second overall pick and because he's a Michigan player naturally, like I didn't really like follow him on Instagram or really didn't know much Mm -hmm. about him outside the fact that his dad was, you know, a Michigan star and NFL Mm -hmm. player Mm -hmm. and that he was always bound to go to Michigan. Um, But like, can we just take a second and say like, what about Mrs. Hutchinson? I feel like that just needs to be addressed. Yeah. 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 Um, Mr. Hutchinson's doing, doing very well. Doing just fine. Well, the house, (laughs) massive house yeah mrs hutchinson stone cold fox like yeah they're they're doing just fine and his sister uh aria she's uh, a miss uh, michigan uh as well so of course they were they were right and they were saying like uh you know the detroit sports were like oh she could take a you know a page out of uh, out of aiden's book out of after that performance with billy jean <laughs> yeah really for real yeah, man. Just a good looking family. Just yeah. Uh, 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 yeah, they're just a slice of Americana. I also just love like how <laughs> they, they show the clips of like, oh, you know, like I, I found Joe said like that was one of his least favorite parts was uh, the family moment because he was like, why? Cause he felt like it was out of a scene of like Laguna beach or like the Hills or something like the fact that his mom's like, well, you know, I, this picture he had as a kid and like, he just felt like that was a little forced and oh, kind of oh. awkward. And, and I'll, I'll just say like, it, it was, uh, first off, I don't know if I buy that story. And second, like, it's always funny when you showed this clip and then you showed like, they, they quickly showed a, a clip a little bit later about like, in this case, the Hutchinsons were like, yes, the Lions, that's who we wanted. Like, mm-hmm. we are so thrilled. Like, it was mm-hmm. Detroit. And then the, the Lions later on, this coaching staff was like, do we think we hit on this guy? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, mm-hmm. what happens if the answer to that was no? <laughs> like, <laughs> what happens if they were just like, no, we didn't want to be in Detroit? Like, it was like those kind of moments because well, they, this is you'll, clearly you'll show that, right? Right. right. Like, no, they're obviously I... showing us what they want us to see, but those moments felt yeah. manufactured fractured a bit now what i liked and this like came from a place that like i recognize is when his dad's giving him a hard time about the the eye black across yeah. the eye he's like yeah. you're gonna keep doing that like i know his dad just must and he probably has an uncle too that just r- relentlessly busts his balls sure about like the, just how stupid it is like yeah. I, I mean i think it's cool but sure. like that is something that like i would have my balls busted about so i yeah. i related to him very much in that moment i, I just I know that's definitely not the first time his dad no. has made a comment about the yeah. eye black. So. Yeah, he, I feel like I feel like Hutch definitely got the his fair share of like back in my day. Yeah, oh. <laughs> from, from the old man. Yeah, for sure, <laughs> for sure. Um, so this was just kind of something um, I kind of caught here, and and so this was just a little bit here before i think the next big thing that happened in the episode was the jamal williams speech um, oh yeah, yeah but like something that i kind of caught so this 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 show in particular the way it's produced i feel like is so odd and awkward at times because it what like so for instance it, it it gives off a heavy like 
um, National Geographic, like following lions on the prowl of like antelopes because it's like oh and like because they have like that monologue of like oh and the lions were struggling this year but they're really looking to change that so it has that like weird like no where they have to like, fill things it's like a documentary that, I, yeah I but that's been there is. that's right. been that's been there in previous seasons oh no 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 yeah this isn't yeah. a new thing i think it's just like it makes me it feels awkward to me, but it's like, okay, so that's just kind of what it is. It's how they operate. But then they throw in this nice little eighties jam. So they're talking about the guardian caps. <laughs> and I don't know if you caught this, but they, they threw the safety dance up there. Well, I, yeah, I actually had note that Devo was ahead of their time because Devo's <laughs> headwear is strikingly similar to those guardian caps. So, right. Yeah, so they're you, prognosticators, you, man. Right. You, you had the, the coach calling, uh, I think it was Brockers, uh, you know, you look like a mushroom and, you know, just yeah. a little light, lighthearted, uh, fun and, and still being serious. Cause obviously the caps are there to stop concussions, but I just thought like it was it, that while I appreciated the hell out of it and it was like a perfect opportunity to throw that song in there it just felt like so out of place it was like <laughs> you've you've given me like a nature documentary vibe this entire time and then you throw this like sick 80s reference there yeah, i don't keep know. the people on their toes bud i know i just feel like they, they need a little bit more for that um but yeah so i guess the speech again uh this was something that i had seen uh bits and pieces of that speech mm -hmm. so that's yeah i, I didn't catch watch it surprise. but i i saw it was catching it was all over twitter and stuff so, so. i obviously when he came to town from or from green bay like he's always been a character and something mm -hmm. they're definitely going to get into um in in later episodes that they haven't yet is like he's not a jock at all. Um, and so I won't spoil it for people that don't really know him. And uh, they're a thousand percent going to talk about it mm -hmm. um, at later season or in later episodes. But what did you think overall? Like, what was your feelings on, on that speech? So, I mean, like the lead into it, like I was, so I didn't watch it on Twitter. Like I knew that, you know, what people were saying about it, but I think the lead in with Dan saying, like on the verge of he was on the verge of tears talking about like guys like i know that you guys are looking at me like i'm crazy but like i am like that is a man like begging like he truly cares about his team and players and he you can see it like bothers him that they think that he doesn't have their best interest in mind and that bothers him to the point of tears so he's like pleading with them to like, trust me, you know, like I am trying, I am doing like he, you know, talks about the stats. I'm like, I, you know, I, I agree with this, that like, you need to have that, like that, that tackling experience to help like give an advantage. And he was almost like scream crying at one point. Right. I'm like, wow, that was powerful. And then Jamal Williams gives his speech. And like, that was like super powerful. Like when it started, I was like, I don't know why this is in the headlines. And then like, you know, just the tears that start flowing and like, you got to be dogs. Like if you go and piss on the, if you go and piss like a puppy, stay on the porch, let the big dogs eat. <laughs> like, and remember why you play this game. Like, I mean, I am so glad I didn't watch that on social media so I could see the whole thing. Cause I feel like, you know, I really appreciate where Dan was coming from. And then just for Jamal Williams to be like, you know, like this guy does have our best interest at heart. Like, don't be afraid 
of of contact like let's trust each other this is a brotherhood like you said like build the yeah. brotherhood and like you know let, let's come to work so there was there was some pretty important context that was missed and i, I mean i kind of wish that they would have brought this context i don't know how they would have done it because i think he probably gave this context i probably after the fact um i think it was like the next day the next uh because most of these um during training camp i mean he almost every day every morning he has a press conference um Mm -hmm. so the context behind this was he felt that practice was really lethargic like so that's why he was really pissed and angry and even admitted the next day he was like so i really felt like in the moment it was a really lethargic uh, practice. And then he's like, actually, when I looked back at the tape, it wasn't as bad as I thought, but mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. that was kind of the missing context there was, it wasn't just him saying like, this is so crazy that you have pads on. It was the fact that I think he pushed them maybe a little harder in their first mm-hmm, padded mm-hmm. practice. And that was the reason why, because he felt they were lethargic, but yeah, I would yeah. point to like baseball this season is a great example. Like how many injuries have happened in baseball this season because of the, um, the lockout or whatever mm-hmm, you want to call mm-hmm. it, how that delayed spring training and mm-hmm. sped that up and how players didn't have the proper time. Obviously baseball's mm-hmm. a little different, but the, the still the fact that they didn't get to throw and hit as much and, and play the game as much prior to the season. And now you have all of these injuries because right. of that. Right. Well, we have other reference points like NHL lockouts, you know, even like COVID, you know, delayed, you know, some, uh, you know, start to the season, things like that with, with football. So, you know, I feel like that we, we have reference points around that. And yeah, I mean, I think that, that, especially when you go back to the first COVID NFL season, like, you know, it was, people are just, you know, getting hurt. Like it, yeah. it happens, you know, it, yeah. it's an unfortunate part of the game, but like it can happen at any time. You know, I feel like most players would say like, you know, you can, snap an ACL getting out of bed one day. Like sometimes this stuff is just freak and um, you know, accidents happen, but like you have to like what he said, like those, there are studies out there that do show that like having exposure and getting the body conditioned for that type of thing. Cause like, these are car collisions. These are like just major car crashes that are happening on the field. And like, you have to get ready for that. You can't go from zero to 60 in those types of situations, the body has to be ready for it. So, sure. uh, I mean, says a guy, you know, who obviously <laughs> did not play professional football, but like, right. you know, I, I just, I, I, I have seen the studies too. And like, not a medical expert either, just the guy talking to a microphone, but I, I buy into it. So, well, yeah, because the idea is if you go soft in your training camp, the second you get into a real game with other men that are trying to win and trying to earn paychecks and trying to do whatever, like there is no going hard. So you're right. Like if you're not like, you can lift all the weights you want and run all you want, but like, there is a bit like the, the, the physicality of the of football and, and how, you know, especially in some positions, the technique is based on like someone actually giving their all to you and you being yeah. able to execute whatever you're trying to do with that. Like you can't, you can't simulate that without having like real mm-hmm. in-game situations. Mm-hmm. And, if, and if the first time you're doing that's game one, like I'm gonna tell you, you're gonna have a bad time. It's gonna be, like, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be a problem. Yeah. Right. 
Um, so just a couple things from, from that is for, for me, this was something that like they talked about, not in the episode, but just, you know, in general this year with the lions was like, I'm sure if you guys haven't heard this term, it's every lions fans had, but they're like the SOL, right? The same old lions. And that's just kind of the mantra of just being losers for 60 years. Right. Mm -hmm. And this year it kind of caught, I don't know, I guess people by surprise that Dan Campbell, being, mind you, uh, not only playing for Detroit, but he was on that 0-16 team. So he mm-hmm. he understands truly oh, yeah. this city and the the franchise as far as like, you know, it's an aptitude. Um, yeah. But the fact that they're addressing it, like he said, like we're we're not running away from same old lines. Like we're we're aware of it. Like mm-hmm. we're we we are very aware of what's being said, and like we genuinely want to change that. So like yeah. in Jamal's yeah. speech, when he was like, like when I'm tired, I think about our three wins last year. Like I yeah. think about the record and how that isn't us. It's not good enough. Like yeah, yeah. as a fan for me, I just appreciate that. Like, it's one thing to just be a talking head, but yeah, like to have yeah. a player like in tears talking about that, he, you know, and, and really a captain of this team saying like, mm-hmm, I, I mm-hmm. think about that record and, and, and how shitty that season was. And that's yeah. like a driving force. Like, I don't know, as yeah. a fan, that's, that's everything you want to hear. Now it doesn't Absolutely. mean they're going to win 14 games next year, but it's just right. the fact that they're not running away from that um, or ignoring it was uh was great yeah and, yeah and also i feel like we we were missed to to say like the squeaks in his 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 speech <laughs> i just kept thinking about I my love man, you, man screaming and crying dude like come on give I'm him think, a break i'm thinking about i love you man when he goes to the soccer game the galaxy. <laughs> here we go galaxy here we go That's, I, I couldn't get that out of my head um everything you got everything you got <laughs> Yeah, if he would have done that, I think I would have died. If he, if he would have if he would have said that. Hey man. Yeah, no, he's he's fired up. That was that was a cool moment for sure. Um yeah, and so the next one is they 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 flashed to another rookie uh getting <laughs> uh introduced which I really can't wait for JMO. Like I I can't wait for that. Like I don't know. I feel like that guy's so stone cold. I I want to see more of his personality. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. they they flashed to Malcolm Rodriguez who was our 6th round pick uh linebacker out of Oklahoma State and uh he he did a nice little, you know, Latino dance and and then I thought it was shocking, not shocking, but like it, it, having the two compared the signing bonuses. So you have Hutch oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. second overall pick 23 million dollars uh rodriguez sixth round pick 100k yeah yeah i mean it's the it way makes it is sense, but, like, but rodriguez got those moves though you know <laughs> yes he does i, he's got I the like fancy it. feet <laughs> he's got the fancy feet um yeah and then i feel like that section so then they started to get into um introducing the various assistant coaches uh so which i am very it is very interesting. So not only did they obviously give Dan Campbell some spotlight, they Mm -hmm. go through and, um, you know, just kind of highlight that the various coaches, um, have NFL experience. So they do a montage of like Hank Fraley, the offensive line coach, you have Antoine Randall, the receiving coach, Mm -hmm. Staley, um, and they go Aaron Glenn and Calvin Shepard and all these ex players. Now, Right. Mark Brunel and uh, them show. How, how did you feel seeing that that wonderful Super Bowl play? 
<laughs> oh, I mean, uh, uh, was it fake 39 X, X, Y, Z pass or something? I forget the name of the play, but yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, uh, Hoosier, the fake great 39 Hoosier. X, Y pass or something like that. Yeah. I mean, hell of a, hell of a ball. I mean, and I actually forgot Deuce Staley was on that team. I was like, when, when they showed Deuce, I was like, oh shoot, like another, cause I knew Antoine was on the team, but I, I yeah. didn't realize that Deuce. I remember Deuce is a stealer, you know, but like, I didn't realize he was a coach for the lions. Um, so I forgot that he was on that super bowl team. Um, so yeah, I mean, obviously it was great getting to, you know, relive those glory days a little bit, but I mean, just overall, I was thinking about it, you know, obviously I don't know the coaching staffs of NFL teams inside and out, but like a lot of like tenured players, you know, these guys all had like, you know, long careers, and just all known for being pretty gritty as all hell, you know? So like I was, I'm like, Holy cow. Like I was glad that they went through that and they showed the highlights and everything like that and give those guys their shine. Yeah. Uh, so I really enjoyed it. And man, I mean, I know we're going to, we'll probably get to this like right now, unless you have anything else to say on the co- coaches, but deuce yeah. and Aaron Glenn like that was awesome seeing those guys go at each other like it from the moment that like deuce you know stepped up there and gave the speech like you know grit dream love you know you want to say you know we love each other it's okay to love your teammate and he's like hey glenn i love you i want to fuck you up between the lines but i love you you know <laughs> like and then yeah. that whole thing that they end to man it is it was awesome i'm like that's well i'll, I'll pause there see what i want to hear your thoughts but i have plenty more on the deuce and and Glenn situation that that was going on. Sure. Yeah. I think it's just, uh, well, one of the things I was going to say, and it makes sense because they were really hitting on um, the, a lot of the coaching staff, the majority of the coaching staff being ex players, but the Mm -hmm. offensive coordinator wasn't highlighted at all. And obviously I assume he will be in later episodes and he, Mm -hmm. he's a newer, he's a first time offensive coordinator um, for us. He was our, tight ends coach last year um mm-hmm. uh ben johnson so but he i don't he must not have had a playing career and that's and he's young and that's why they didn't mm-hmm. like include him like the other ones but i think that just kind of points to like you said like those players were had very successful um careers i wouldn't say any of them were superstars by any means i mean I, you could make a they were very impactful don't get me wrong but mm-hmm. they weren't necessarily the stars of their teams gritty, but i think gritty careers right and i just yeah. think that kind of plays to um, you know, Dan Campbell's overall philosophy and understanding of the game and him being a player's coach, because like he understands what these players are going through because he's done it. And then you mm. like, you know, go into all these different uh, position rooms and it's like those coaches know, like when they're conditioning you, they know they've been there, right? When they're asking you yeah. to do more, like they've been there. So I think that really yeah. helps build, you know, um, ha- ha- helps build the trust with the players because they know that the coaches have gone through so, yeah, um, many, many coaches ringer, right? that are in their 20th training camp. So, right. you know, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, so obviously like, <laughs> yeah, the, the Aaron Glenn, the AG and deuce um, so that- battle. Don't add a hey, one thing, man. Don't bust ass in Deuce's room. I'll tell you that. <laughs> don't yeah. don't you dare bust ass. You, you, you go outside and if you need to go to the bathroom, go ahead. But don't do it in his room. I, I got to say, man, the whole like AG induced thing like that, like brings me back to playing because like 
I mean, I thought distinctly back to like, I only started playing football my junior year of high school. And it brings me back to when we, we went away for camp that year and we went to Pitt Johnstown. And I just remember like I had so much pride wanting to make like my defensive coordinator, like fueling his ability to talk shit to the offensive coordinator. <laughs> yeah. Like that, like I, I know that the play, like I, I, I vibe with that so much because like when you see the, like your offensive coach and defensive coach going at each other that much, like you want to do everything you can to facilitate that and, and like bring fuel to that argument. So oh, like, yeah. I feel that so much. And like, that was just awesome. Like that type of thing. I feel like keeps you buzzing at practice, just having them go back and forth because you yeah. feed off that. Right. And, and that just kind of, again, innately shows that, you know, really that's where you really see that they were ex players because that's just their competitiveness. Like that, yeah. that drive is what got them to the NFL and, and had yeah. careers. That's just yeah. them. That's, that's not show. They've just so people know, like they were doing that, um, all last season, obviously no one saw it because you know, you can't no manufacture on them, but, that. Yeah, right. that, that. That's in, that is an impossible, like right. chemistry interaction to manufacture for TV. It's a, is absolutely impossible to do that. And that just had some classic quotes. What Jamal Williams says, Hey, a G uh, we're running like diarrhea right now. We're running right through you. <laughs> we're like diarrhea. It's just like, you got to love how then the, the players, you know, kind of got in on it. Too. Exactly. Um, exactly, but, man. Yeah. I, exactly. It, it's very cool. It's interesting to see how much more they'll show uh, of that moving forward, because again, obviously that's a, it's a daily thing, a competition between them. And that just kind of goes back to, to their, you know, just innate competitiveness. Um, yeah you know, being in the league and everything. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, the, the last couple of things I have are, are the, 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 the fun didn't stop once the, the credits rolled. There were, there were a couple like golden we, moments that I appreciated dude, we ended, there. We ended on D's nuts joke <laughs> like that. It, it was the perfect first episode. Like yeah. we get a D's nuts joke to wrap it up. Awesome. First, like I, if you're not hooked for the season already, that should do it. And I also say that I just really appreciated um, Taylor Decker. Uh, so the, the the moment right before D's nuts when they're in, um, you know, the classroom or whatever, and uh, they're just kind of, uh, you know, talking. And, and Decker says like he he has like some really nice clothes that don't fit quite right right now. And he's like, <laughs> oh man, I just I just can't wait for the the day that they do fit well and he's like i you know i'm keeping the clothes and, and until that day and it was just like you know what taylor like i, I i'm i'm there with you do you know mood. how much do you know how much clothes like that's just a vibe like i have so Big many mood. clothes in my closet right now that i'm like you don't quite fit right right now i, have, I can't I have wait so until many you t-shirts do. i have so many t-shirts they're like this yeah. they're like a little bit stretchy they're just like well too tight you know right. and like i just i wish but you know what? I'm also like a comfort colors tea guy. Like I don't sure. like this tri blend poly bullshit. Like give me the comfort colors, something that's like a little bit more forgiving. Cause if I would have got a size bigger in this, it's just going to be a little bit longer and then it's going to just accentuate my butt, which I have a nice butt, but like, there's no need to, we don't want that. We want the room here. We want the midriff room folks. Right. So. Yeah. I just, I, I kind of felt seen in that moment. It was just kind of a, like yeah. a, a, a funny, 
like real moment and of Relatable. course like yeah the, the 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 center next to him was Ragnar was kind of like yeah okay <laughs> i gave <laughs> gave him nothing <laughs> but that's just kind of how frank is and there's that's the thing like obviously i'm aware of some of the personalities and frank Ragnar is like about as midwestern as you can get so i'm interested i'm, I'm excited for whenever they get to him which they will um yeah. And, and I will say, I know, I know one of the things that people have, have kind of highlighted was the fact that like golf really didn't have um, much spotlight for being the starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will just say like, remember uh, this is actually his third time now on hard knocks. So good point. Yeah. A How lot much of more his, can you do yeah. a lot of his background as far as like, just kind of explaining who he is and, and this or that have, has been pretty well documented. So yeah. Yeah. I true, assume true. that's, more of the reason than it is just like slighting him per se. Yeah. But yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, uh, I think that's all I really had. Is there uh, anything else? I guess so. Here, let me ask you this uh, just as yeah. kind of a, a nice little wrap up. So obviously, I know how I felt about this team and everything leading into this. What, what were your thoughts on, we'll just say, obviously you can't really judge like if they're going to be successful out of this or not, but um, right, right. what were your thoughts of like, say Dan Campbell um, before this? And then mm-hmm. what were they after? Did they change or did it kind of stay the same or, you know, what, what were your thoughts? Before this, he was more like someone I ca- I see in clips here and there, you know, and uh, you know, on like McAfee, like Pat McAfee, you know, would quote tweet him or you know whatever, and um, so like he's just lived up to the billing for me. Like he is who I thought he was. <laughs> uh, to quote another great football coach, he is who I thought he was, and uh, man, he's awesome. Like I I liked him then. I'm like, man, this seems like a good guy, like a gritty coach players coach you know loves to compete just gritty dude um and yeah i think he lived up to that so like i had a high opinion of him beforehand and it's only like gone up since then like i i will say i think the moment of the episode for me like jamal williams speech was great but like dan campbell right before that like scream almost crying was uh was something you know so uh yeah i i i'm with you um i hope him you know, that's the most I've seen of like Deuce Staley as an individual. And like, you know, I never really followed like Aaron Glenn or any of those guys, like obviously Antoine Randall. I did, but like, I wish, I wish Mercy, Dan, Dan Campbell and the rest of that coaching staff, like all the success in the world. Like I am for sure rooting for the Lions this year. I might actually bet their total wins under as an emotional hedge in case they don't hit like i would be so happy for them to go over i'm not sure what it is but i might Six bet the under i might bet the under because i would be very happy if they made it to you know like you know if they had a wing season i'd be thrilled yeah i i feel like i've my expectations for them is so they won three games last year, had the one tie and then in five other games, they literally lost it in the last like minutes. So mm-hmm. even last year, like they, they, they had yeah. a chance to be a five, you know, five win team. So I really feel like 
the six and a half is honestly a pretty good spot. Like I think the floor in my eyes should be six based on, yeah. and it's tough to do the schedule game because there's plenty of teams that you think are going to well, be Well, everyone wants year. out of Chicago. Well, so, yeah, you know, you can pretty much that, that one, two wins there. Right. That, that one I feel pretty confident about, but like we, the Lions have games against the Giants, the, the Jets, the Panthers, the, the Seahawks, um, you know, the, the foot commanders and, and the, there only are like truly a, a few teams on the schedule that you can really chalk in. Like, mm, you're probably not going to be competitive, but honestly, well, the rest Bay. of the games, yeah. uh, right. Green Bay, Buffalo, like there's a couple yeah. big ones where it's like, you know, not yeah. going to happen, but you know, I, I really think the floor should be six. Uh, the ceiling for me is probably like eight, eight or nine. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, like just being in the graphic, just, Get us in the graphic. Play something meaningful in, the hunt. in December. In the yeah, hunt at just, some point. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just meaningful, that little graphic. Right. Meaningful in December. Even meaningful November football would be, yes. I think, a big win for you. So, right. yeah. yeah. And, and, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm definitely pulling for that. And, and to be, just to be fair, like, there is a thing about some of these shows where they can, like, skew your opinion. Like, obviously, I watch the Browns. And, like, I don't I, – I nothing the Browns. But, like – I didn't like if anything, their hard knocks made me like wish more ill will upon them. Like I nothing <laughs> them, but then I watched that hard knocks. I'm like, Oh, I hope yeah. you guys really lose. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, the Raiders too. I was just like, I, they did not make them more likable. This first episode has certainly made the Detroit Lions more likable for me. Yeah. And I, I'm excited uh, moving forward to see, um, a little bit more of the players, right? So this was yeah. a, a very intentional uh, introduction to the coaches. Um, so I'm looking forward to even n- not only from the characters that I know that are players, but I'm interested to see some of these um, players, um, you know, their personalities, like I said, like Hutch and Jano, yeah. like yeah. I'm really excited to kind of see um, what uh, what they have to, to offer here. But uh, yeah. Yeah, so that's going to do it for us this week. Um, so check out our Instagram at whiskers.whiskies and make sure to smash that follow button if you have not already. Um, and we will be doing the next week, uh, episode two, um, again, next Thursday. Um, so stay tuned. I'm excited to to see kind of where this is. Uh, I'm not yeah. sure what's going to be included. They had a scrimmage uh, at Ford Field, so I, that might be included in episode two. Um, but then before you know it, we're going to be watching preseason games, and then it's here. Then football's back. It's so Indeed, close. baby. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for a couple quick sips. They'll keep oh, coming yeah. at you Friday. throughout the, throughout the uh, well th- Friday for sure. Yeah. Uh, who knows when the other ones might come because I got a couple conferences to get through and I can't do it every <laughs> Friday because football's going to start. So who knows? Well, I'll just get inspired sometimes to him with you, but you'll definitely have one on Friday. So, okay. Uh, yeah. Are you, are you going to tease us? Which, which, which conference preview you're going to give us this time? Are you uh, going to wait? It is the conference of a good lullaby for East coasters. <laughs> Say that. All right, so for Mike, I'm EJ. Always remember, too much of anything is bad, but too much good whiskey is barely enough. Cheers, boys.